it could be the end of an era. It also would create some uncertainty in the quarterback market. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome in to the Tuesday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schub, we're back with you here once again on the show. Hope everyone is having a great start to their Tuesday. Some A small piece of information dropped in the latest Football Morning in America column from Peter King has me thinking uh, of what one Aaron Rodgers might do to the quarterback market. So that the focus, the topic for today's show. But before we dive headfirst into that, got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online, who remain your number one source for all of your sports betting this season, everything from the NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, the UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Just head on over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. It's always interesting, fascinating. It always stands out to me, I think is the best way to describe it. When in any sport, when you have an authority, when you have somebody who talks to a lot of people, when you have somebody who on a regular basis puts out a notebook column or a football morning in America column or a roundup column, whether it's in baseball, football, basketball, whatever sport, right? Football is one of your favorite sports, but you also enjoy baseball. I think of any time Ken Rosenthal or Buster Olney or Jason Stark put together a story where they collect their thoughts and and share information that they've gleaned from talking to different people and they share their thoughts on a bunch of different topics or in football right any story that you see over on the athletic or peter king's football morning in america these a a Woj notebook or mark stein writing something i mean zach lowe the list goes on and on of reporters that i can point to that when they post a story uh, that has a collection of thoughts from across the league and them talking about a bunch of different topics i'm always interested i'm always fascinated by that little nugget that little piece of information that feels as if it's just kind of thrown in there in the middle yeah we're going to talk about the four divisional round matchups my conversation with Brock Purdy if you're Peter King right I talked to Brock Purdy talked to all these different quarterbacks I always share with you you know my the news of the week the quotes of the week he talks about his all pro team and his selections but just stuck in there right and it's the I'm, I'm reading that the if you've ever seen the football uh, morning in America column it's in the sixth block part of the news of the week so you got to scroll you got to read all those thoughts on Niners Cowboys Bengals Bills Eagles Giants Chiefs Jags you got to read it all you got to go scroll through it all before you get down to the news of the week and the first thing of the news of the week column just again just snuck in there the fate of Aaron Rodgers and you have to date back to Adam Schefter on Saturday reporting that there is a, quote, real possibility, end quote, that Aaron Rodgers is going to be traded. Okay, well, that's going to open up a can of worms. That's going to open up conversation. That's going to open up reporters asking, hey, is Aaron Rodgers really a, a, a candidate to be traded? Is it really a possibility that Aaron Rodgers could be playing elsewhere next season? And Adam Schefter said that both sides are fully aware that a trade is a potential outcome. Now, okay. That was a story on Saturday. What's different? What has been added to it? Well, Peter King decides, in, and how in the conversations that he has, he mentions Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets. He mentions Aaron Rodgers to the Las Vegas Raiders. He mentions Aaron Rodgers to the New England Patriots. 
He mentions Aaron Rodgers to the Seattle Seahawks. Talks about their cap room and their draft picks. And thinks it says that there could be 10 other teams. But he mentions those four in particular. And he also adds how possible a trade would be. And he talks about how the cap number for Aaron Rodgers over the next two seasons, $48.3 million. And then this is the two sentences that I think are very important. One, because it's going to tell us a lot about the way the quarterback market's going to go. And two, it's an inkling into how one team might operate this offseason. And yes, it is my New York Jets. But again, I will make the, the further point at the end here. Quote, as for the compensation due Green Bay, my guess is that the pack would want at least two first-round picks. The Woody Johnson Jets, desperate for a star quarterback almost since the Broadway Joe days, would happily pay that freight, I'd guess. But would Rodgers accept a deal to the Jets? We shall see, end quote. Okay, there's two pieces of information there. Now, it's his guess, but I've been around the block a couple times. I'm pretty confident in saying that if Peter King is going to put out there what his guess is, it's at least informed in some capacity. He at least asked around and said, what do you think Aaron Rodgers might get? If he, was, if he were to be traded. And the answer he probably heard back was, they'd probably want at least two first-rounders. Okay, that's part one of this. Two first-round picks for a 39-year-old quarterback in the same offseason that Lamar Jackson is going to be available, the same offseason in which Derek Carr is going to be available, the same offseason in which the free agency options could be Daniel Jones, could be Geno Smith, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be available. All of those options, two first-round picks is the going rate for Aaron Rodgers. And I ask myself this question, who's going to pay that? Who's going to take on the $48.3 million in cap hits over the next two seasons and also give up their, their team's future over the next two seasons? When you can probably get Lamar Jackson, who's a younger quarterback, for maybe just a little bit more. Now, you also have to give him a contract, but he's a younger player. You ha certainly would have to give up less in both dollars and draft capital for Derek Carr. There's also a chance that Derek Carr becomes a free agent and you don't have to give up the draft capital at all if they can't come to a deal by the February 14th. I have a really tough time thinking that Aaron Rodgers is going to fetch two first-round picks. Now, if a team is left desperate, the Woody Johnson New York Jets perhaps, then yeah, that price could go up a little bit. But two first-round picks... As, I mean, we saw what Russell Wilson got traded for. There were some players involved in that deal. There were also some seconds in there. Two firsts were a part of it as well. But two first-round picks and $48.3 million over the next two seasons. Now, the cap hits the, the tolerable part. I think the two first-round picks are going to be the interesting part. I was taken aback by that. Maybe you are. Maybe you think, yeah, two first-round picks are fair. But what I think is very telling is that there's a lot of noise that is starting to come out about this idea that Green Bay and Aaron both believe that that is a very real scenario this offseason. Because look at it from Green Bay's perspective. Aaron Rodgers is 39. You drafted Jordan Love in the back half of that first round a couple of years ago, and you don't have a single answer about what he is. Next year is going to be his third year in Green Bay. And at the end of that third year, you're going to have to make a decision of whether or not you're going to pick up his fifth-year option. Do you feel comfortable right now having to make that decision if you're the Green Bay Packers front office? Do you feel comfortable with the idea that we're going to probably have to do this blind? Now, listen, worst case scenario, worst case scenario, you have Jordan Love for another two seasons. But at some point, don't you feel like the first round pick that you took in the 20, 26th overall, the 2020 draft, you'd want to get on the field for more than one game? Started one game in his two seasons. Has 83 attempted passes. 
Now, looked good in the limited opportunity that we saw of him this year, 14 to 21. His completion percentage was 66, 67%. One touchdown. But well, what do you what do you know about him? And that's what makes this so interesting is do the Packers feel an obligation to find out what they have in Jordan Love at some point? And do they feel as if this yearly circus with Aaron Rodgers isn't worth it anymore? And if they can find some team that will take on that contract and they take on the headache that Aaron Rodgers is sometimes, that yeah, okay, we'll move on, we'll go with Jordan Love and we'll figure it out, and then very quickly we can pivot if we need to at the end of the season because we're gonna have to make the decision one way or the other. You certainly can understand it from Green Bay's perspective, although the monetary situations of that, I mean, he's, Aaron Rodgers would as what, a $16 million balloon payment between March and the start of the regular season from Green Bay? It's a lot of cash going Aaron Rodgers' way because of the way they structured that contract. And I just wonder what this would do to the quarterback market at large. If Aaron Rodgers is available, you certainly think Aaron Rodgers is going to get to dictate in a lot of ways where he's going to go because he'll probably just start to retire and he'll stick the Green Bay Packers with that massive bill that comes with that. Does Seattle call? Do the Raiders now call? Do the Patriots inquire? You know the Jets are going to inquire. I mean, what other teams? Atlanta's looking for a quarterback. Does Tampa go down the road once again? Okay, we had Brady. Brady's going to move someplace else. Now we'll call about Aaron Rodgers to try to keep this championship window open. You know the aggressiveness that David Tepper and Carolina have used over the past couple of seasons to try to get a quarterback. We know they tried to have that aggressiveness with Matthew Stafford. Do they try to take another swing with Aaron Rodgers? You got to look at teams that are incredibly desperate. probably not the right word, but they'd be willing to, to make that splash. The Jets and Panthers make a ton of sense. There are teams that have tried to make splashes at quarterback. Very recent examples with David Tepper and the Carolina Panthers. They probably like a head coach first before they go down that before they go down that path. But I just named a handful of teams just off the top of my head that certainly would be interested in calling about Aaron Rodgers and seeing what his availability would be. You don't think that changes the market for Lamar Jackson? You don't think that changes the market for any of these free agency quarterbacks? You think it changes the market for Derek Carr? He might be the exception because of just how quickly before the start of the before the start of the new league year that that has to get done. But if this is a if this is a real possibility, and again I go back to what I said at the beginning, these things aren't being dropped by Adam Schefter and Peter King just because they're being dropped because where there's smoke there might be some fire. And so if it is a true possibility that Green Bay that the Green Bay Packers are going to take phone calls on Aaron Rodgers, it changes the entire com- complexion. It changes the entire landscape of the quarterback market this offseason, both in free agency and in trades, and it changes the aggressiveness that we might see from certain teams. Remember a couple weeks ago when I said that this offseason is probably going to be the craziest one yet? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers potentially getting traded was a kind of a thought. I never thought it would get to a level where it was a real possibility, but here we sit. January 24th, where Aaron Rodgers could be on the move. Fascinating stuff. And again, I don't think it was dropped in that story just by accident that it would take two first-round picks and that the Jets would probably pay that flight. Again, Peter King's asking around. He's got a lot of contacts. He's figuring it out. He's trying to put the puzzle together. And again, if number 12, if Aaron Rodgers certainly becomes available, there are going to be plenty, plenty, plenty of teams that are going to make phone calls because they're going to want to see what it would take to get Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I'm just looking here at the teams. I'm just looking. Seattle that I already mentioned. Carolina and Tampa that I already mentioned. The Saints would probably call. The Raiders would call. The Colts would call. 
the Texans might call. The Titans might call. The Jets are certainly going to call. Would the Dolphins call? Aaron Rodgers becomes available? Again, there are so many possibilities here, and just imagine what that would do to the quarterback market at large. So buckle up, folks. I think this is just the beginning, and I think this getting dropped in here uh, is not is not by happenstance. And again, I don't think that comment at the end that would Aaron Rodgers even want to play in New York is, is happenstance either. And again, you can understand the connection. Woody Johnson and the New York Jets trading for a disgruntled, halfway out the door, Green Bay Packers quarterback. History repeats itself, folks, and they, they did this with Brett Favre and would not be a surprise to me if they did this for Aaron Rodgers. I've made the joke to friends. I've made the joke to people at TDN that Aaron Rodgers more than likely would end up with the Jets at some point just because of that's the way it works. That's the way the cycle works. History does repeat itself. So something we're going to keep an eye on. I think we add this to that big board. We add this to that big to-do list of things we're going to keep an eye on when the new league year starts, things that could potentially happen. Aaron Rodgers on the move. We're going to add to the list. We're going to write it down. Maybe it was in light pencil. I'm going to move it to pen. Not Sharpie. But these are the, you know what, we're going to come up with a new standard here on this show. We're going to write stuff in pencil, we'll upgrade it to pen, and then we write it in Sharpie when we're confident in it. So I think Aaron Rodgers getting traded was in a light um, artist pencil. You do a little sketch when you're in art class. I think we've now upgraded to writing it in pen, that there's more a more likelihood uh, than a couple of weeks ago that Aaron Rodgers was going to be on the move. That is going to do it for us here on the Tuesday edition of the podcast. Appreciate you making this show a part of your day, rating, reviewing, subscribing, following along here. I, I said it yesterday. I will say it again today. Senior Bowl next week. We've got a lot of great content over at the Draft Network for you. Draft Dude is going to have a lot of stuff. I'm going to have my own personal uh, twist on things here. My first uh, time doing the TDN Daily Podcast in conjunction with the Draft Cycle. So I'm very excited to share you to share with you my thoughts each and every day that we will be there in Mobile. The podcast ain't stopping just because we are down there in Mobile watching watching players. You're going to hear my thoughts each and every day of the week next week about the Senior Bowl and whatever uh, whatever other big storylines could emerge uh, in the NFL. Thanks as always to Ben Online for their continued support of the podcast. Everybody make it a great rest of your Tuesday. I will talk to you all tomorrow.